Welcome back to Two Birds One Stone, Garrett. It's been a little bit. How's it going, man? How's 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 life right now? Good. It's good. Big chilling. I bought a moped, so that is pretty sweet, actually. I got to see it. You cruise around all over town in that little thing. Uh huh. If it's I, bad if for I... your carrying your golf clubs, we have discovered yeah. that. Yeah, it's not very functional for that, and it only has one seat with no storage. So, uh, but I finally found a use for my man purse that I have. So, yeah, you were great. getting enough shit for that. Um, now you have a purpose. I don't know how, I mean, you can buy accessories and stuff for it, right? Like you can buy like a little thing for it, like a, a basket or something like that. Yeah. I'm going to have to get something. It would be really cool if you got a sidecar for your lady, a little sidecar <laughs> for the moped, like you see on the Harleys and stuff. Sidecar for the missus. Yeah. I'll figure, I'll figure something out. That would be sick. Maybe I'll get one. Um, lots of things going on. It's been about a month since we talked. Um, Michael Bidwell news dropped in the last couple of days. D-Hop rumors keep going. Uh, new uniforms, possibly, but we'll get to all that. Um, first, a message from our sponsor. Are you ready? <laughs> As of today, March 31st, 2023, the Pigskin Podcast Network will no longer be in operation. This was a very difficult decision to make. However, the ever-changing landscape of podcasts has made this change unavoidable. We would like to sincerely thank everyone who, who participated in TPPN. Your hard work and dedication was truly appreciated. We got canned, dude. Our network went under. <laughs> we no longer have a network. And uh, that logo you see in your top right corner, fuck them. <laughs> I can't remove it. I don't know how. This Broke is just bitches. This is, uh, is going to be the last episode that we um, – I, I mean – are we technically sponsored by DraftKings? I guess not. I don't think so. No, because they were a sponsor. The network was a sponsor of DraftKings. So no. the whole thing, I explained it all when we first got it. I mean, the network reached out to us to ask if we wanted to represent the Cardinals. It's a shitty little network, obviously. It's got like 2,000 followers on Twitter. But, hey, we were like, okay, at the least we get some free software to use out of it. Uh, I mean, this background and shit like that. I had to hand make everything um, on our last setup and you could tell the difference. This has obviously helped, but we never got paid. Um, I think we're going to get a check at the end of this. Now they're going to like pay out whatever they owed us. It'll probably be 60 bucks. If that, <laughs> if it's $60, I'm going to be shocked. I mean, I have no idea. We'll see. But um, yeah. And DraftKings came along DraftKings is why we got this stuff that, I mean, they would pay the network and the network would distribute the things out. That's all kind of behind the scenes stuff. Um, as far as DraftKings goes, I never used it. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If, I mean, it, it's not even, here's the thing. If you think hard enough, it's not even legal in Missouri. So yeah. <laughs> we'll do it together. We were just spewing bullshit the whole time, guys. Believe it or not. I've never made a DraftKings account. I've never even had one. <laughs> Fuck DraftKings. We can say whatever we want. Hey, um, man, hey and I'm going to be honest. If I were to use a gambling, if it was even fucking legal in the state I live in to, to gamble, I would use fucking Bar Barstool Sportsbook. I would never even probably, use DraftKings. Probably. Yeah, no. So um, everything we've been saying is a lie. And uh, to the... TPPN network, THPN, what I think that logo is for the hockey pot. They have a few different networks, whatever. Um, thank you for what you did do. Um, but fuck you for dropping everybody at the end. But I wanted to clarify it's not just us. Every show that was under their umbrella was dropped. 
if it was just us, they went through lengthy procedures to make it make us not feel bad because everyone was tagged in the email. Everybody was responding, saying, oh, sad to go, blah, blah, blah. Um, it would be hilarious if it was just us, though. But um, <laughs> all that to say, we're looking for new sponsorship, That's baby. Right. So if any we, of you in the Arizona area want to send us a DM, we'll take your money. Any kind of like, oh, I don't know, car dealer. Well, I mean, we'll, yeah. we will soup low drug dealer. If you're a drug dealer in the Arizona, mm-hmm. greater Phoenix area, that's fine. You know, yeah. I'm not above that. Um, but yeah, I'll we're, push all, any product. we're on the market, um, you know, for a new sponsor. So yeah. yeah, it felt good there. for. I knew it was always junk. Like it wasn't really legit, but it was like, hey, it's something. We got to start off every episode with a ad from DraftKings. I mean, it's a big name. Kevin yeah. Hart does their commercials, you know, it was a big, it was, it felt good. It felt, it made it feel a little more real, even though it wasn't real. Um, but yeah, that was a message I got last week. So I don't really know where we're going to go from here. I don't really want to go back to the old way we did things. Um, we could pay whatever it is a month to get the, the, uh, accounts back that we need. I think it'd be like 40 bucks a month. <sighs> I mean, I could probably swing into my budget, but I don't really want to put a lot of money into something that's not really giving a lot back. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, I was telling you before we got the draft video coming up that we're going to do. I'm way looking forward to that. Maybe we start doing more things like that. Um, Maybe more shorter, quick videos, um, especially in the off season. And then once the season comes along, who knows? But I don't know. What do you think? Where do we go from here? I think going forward, what because what seems more fun to me is what we're going to be doing for the draft. That kind of that was like, granted we haven't done it yet, so we don't know how hard right. it's going to be. But what seems more fun is that style um, of what content, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think more more quick videos or pro- is probably going to be in our budget. I, I think that. The podcast itself, it might die. Who knows? You know, it might die. It, it could. There's a very strong possibility that, that could happen. Um, I don't want it to, but you never know. I mean, we might work something out, but we'll see. But I think that there'll definitely be some sort of video slash audio content continuing. I think just the hardest thing with doing this, I think it's just, it might just be because it's the off season. I don't really find an issue during the regular season when we're doing this. Like it's just once a week, we actually have consistent things to talk about that are relevant. It's hard to get on here and talk about D hop getting traded every single fucking week. I mean, how many times are you going to give your same opinion on that over and over and over again until it happens? Or what are we going to do with the third overall pick? Let's talk about it for six fucking months. I don't know, man. Take Will Anderson or trade back. That's, I mean, how many times can you right. go over the same thing? Right. Granted, the and, Cardinals. And, you know, sh- sh- shout out to like Johnny and those guys. I they're I forget what network they're on or what <laughs> podcast they do. I don't remember. What you mean they do. you mean Johnny Venerable and Joe Breck? Yeah, shout shout out to those guys. That said, it's slipping my mind what what <laughs> podcasts they do if they belong to network. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to just. <laughs> Come on here every single week during the off season, like you just said, and spew the same bullshit. No one wants to hear that, you know. No one wants to sit here and listen. If you could keep it fresh, good for you. Yeah, that's just not something you or I are able to do. So um, I think come come you know opening week, 
regular season, whenever the actual season starts, we'll probably start to get more of an itch, more of a buzz, more of a hype for it. And we'll, you'll probably see a lot more content put out more regularly. Offseason is just kind of hard. There's stories to talk about, too. I mean, to give the Cardinals credit, it's just we'll get into them. It's just nothing really positive. And I am a positive person, but uh, to come on here, I mean, we're going to touch on all the Bidwell stuff, but it's just it's hard to pick up on what's real and what's not. So I don't want to get in here and talk about something for an hour and then be like, oh, that actually wasn't even legit. But um, oh, another thing. You know who was in my DMs? You guys, I guess I had told you about it earlier. You didn't even Brittany, know who he was. Brittany Spears. I think might know. Mike Jarecki, um, former Cardinals team reporter, did Cardinals Underground, all the big podcasts that they have, official team podcasts uh, for years. I don't know what happened. I don't know if he was let go or he left in the last couple of years. But as I mentioned earlier, I put out uniforms and all that kind of stuff. He just DMed me out of nowhere. Pictures of the state flag. Um the draft hats and um, some other thing and said, not enough yellow. And I was like, uh, Mike, I don't really know exactly what you're referring to, but if it's about my uniforms, then I'm thinking, I'm thinking now that I hear it, like spoke again, maybe he was referring to the draft hats saying there wasn't enough yellow on the draft. Oh, hat. Right. One of your I, I kept going. I, Cause I, I messaged him back. I'm not going to be a, dickhead um, despite his reputation um and it's like mike i think people are reading a little too hard into the yellow thing um but i don't know i i i just put out jerseys that i like and he was like uh fuck what did he say it was like something like your your uniforms aren't even close dot 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 <laughs> <laughs> Okay, man. I don't know what you want for. I don't know what you really want from me. Uh, I said, "Oh, so you've seen them? Uh, send me the leaks. Show me the pictures of them if you know what they look like." And he was like, uh, "Honestly, I haven't seen them yet. I'm just going off of what I heard. Have a good day." And I was like, "What was the point of this interaction? <laughs> like, I don't really know. If you just want to shit on my designs, whatever." Mike Drecky. I mean, he blocks everybody. He's kind of actually. I think he's blocked off the me. ledge. Yeah, I mean, if you say anything towards him, he he. Bought, I don't know. He's a weird, weird guy in the little Cardinals Twitter he's universe. The, he's the Kanye of the Cardinals. Actually, that's a very good comparison for those that yeah. don't know. So yeah, not a fan of my uniforms. Not enough yellow. Um. Anyway, before we get deeper into uniforms, um, the Michael Bidwell story that that came out yesterday. Former Cardinals executive. Don't have his name off the top of my head. Tom something. Maybe yeah, came out and said that um, Bidwell uh, created a hostile work environment. He was um, extremely rude to minority employees. He made a, a seven-month pregnant woman cry because he was screaming at her. A bunch of, I mean, very bad things um, that you don't want to read. And then the Cardinals came out and put out a response that was, 17 paragraphs long with 0.2 font. I could not read, but I got I kind of got the spark notes out of it. They basically just trashed this former employee. Came out and threw dirt about his him not paying child support and something about domestic violence. The Cardinals account said that strange. Their PR team put out a response to what he was saying. All this like weird, and they had it ready. That thing came out within an hour or two. Mm of the claims like so they must have knew it was coming 
It's a very weird look. I'm sure the NFL is going to investigate it. Um, it was also in there that Michael Bidwell used a burner phone uh, during the 2018 season uh, when Kime was suspended for games to start that year. He uh, he would use a burner to keep in contact with Steve Kime and also told executives below him, hey, if you need anything, use this, reach out so we can keep in contact with Steve. Bidwell also uh, denied that and said that was all just people underneath him and they were punished at the time whenever they found out that there was wrongdoings there. So the word that they used was cheating during the 2018 season. You don't, I don't think that really helped. They won three games that year. That was a three and 13 Josh Rosen year. Um, what's your thoughts on all of that information that I just piled on top of you? Um, yelling at pregnant women, not good. That one seems like the furthest reach. The burner phone, I hundred percent actually, hundred percent believe that seems yeah. like right up his alley. I'm sure a lot of teams do that. That seems like right up his. You know, he probably watched like some kind of episode of like CSI or SVU or something like that. And he saw is these. a he is a total cable network like <laughs> local cable network watcher. Yeah, like NCIS, uh, Lauren, all those things that come on ABC, NBC. Yeah. That's he watched, he watched some detective show that's been on for like 20 years and it's been running for like 18 years too long and saw them use burner phones. He's like, fuck, I could do that. And then he did it. I think I can pull this off. That, that I, that I agree. I, I, I would, I hundred percent believe that's real. Uh, but you know, what are you cheating for to get the first pick in the draft? Like you trying to lose game. Hey, if you're trying to lose games, keep in contact with Steve Kime. Then yeah, then that was the purpose. It all worked um, out. The the whole preg I, I saw some kind of racial stuff in there too. Yeah. Um, and it that that's just so hard just because you never know. I mean, you just don't know. Obviously, all that stuff's terrible. If that was the case, it's terrible. He needs to, you know, be reprimanded in some way if that is true. Uh, but that that stuff in particular is kind of hard to comment on just because it's very I, serious and you don't want to you don't want to hurt any feelings or discredit anything, you know. Um, but if true, bad look and terrible and should be. I will say I do think he plays a big part in the the minority coaching programs that they do. Like every offseason, the beginning of the offseason, I remember we talked about it um, prior to the Cardinals hiring Gannon that they. I, I want to say the Cardinals hosted. Maybe that's wrong, but there's a a minority coaching program. Uh, it's like a, a big uh, program or um, conference where young and up and coming black uh, coaches or whatever. Minority. Yeah, minority coaches all meet and they network with uh, team owners, GMs, and just kind of talk and feel out, get to know each other. So when uh, GM openings, coaching openings come up that they kind of have an idea who they are and it kind of helps them uh, excel and get into better positions. So, I, I mean, I've always heard that he's very good about those kind of things. So to hear that kind of stuff is um, kind of raised your eyebrow like, huh, I didn't know if that had it in him. But, I mean, you like you said, you can't say that it's not true. I mean, if somebody's saying it, it's there's where there's smoke, there's fire. So um, it's all very shitty. And another thing, another blemish on the Cardinals. Um, I was thinking on the drive home from work, like whenever you like maturing is realizing that your team success, like your favorite team success 
has actually so little to do with the guys that are on the field in that given moment and almost everything to do with up top owners, executives, GMs, because you might get lucky and have a 2015 run when you got, you just ran into all this talent. You got Fitzgerald and Tyron Matthew and like Calais Campbell, Carson Palmer, and it all just clicks for that one year. But when you've got the Cardinals as a perfect example, going back generations of the same family, it's always been a Bidwell family, no championships to show for it. Very few playoff appearances, a handful of playoff wins, one Super Bowl appearance. Like the consistent thing is the guy that's at the top. And if that never changes, then the success is never going to change. Like that's just the way it is. And it's a hard truth when you sit down and you watch the same team year in, year out, and you get your hopes up and blah, blah, blah. You might get lucky for a season, two seasons, three maybe. But if that same like failure is at the top, then most likely you're never going to hit that sustained year in and year out success that you see from the Steelers, Packers, Patriots, Ravens even. And that just is the hard truth and the rut that Cardinals fans find themselves in. And the realization I had on the commute home from work and I shed a tear because I realized we're never getting out of this. But Yeah, that's very true. I digress. That's very true. I never, I've never really thought about it that way. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just a, a shitty spot. I feel like these. I also saw with with these this new um, like franchise ranking um, system that was put in place this off season. They were like they were thirty first in. Um, you might have to help me out here. You probably know it. Training like, of families was yeah, like yeah, that's an what F minus, and I was like, yeah, that would be the easiest were, thing in the world. They were like one of one of eleven teams to not offer a family room in the facility and like one of one of 17 teams did not offer um, daycare for, for the players oh, really? or for the employees. It was, it was something like that. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Which, you know, that is what it is, but it's, it's scary because it has at the top, man. Yeah. It has been a, it's a family owned franchise, you know, Oh, he'll sell that over his dead body. There's yeah. no chance that the Cardinals ever leave. <laughs> the Bidwell family, unless he's forced out like Snyder is uh, with the commanders. I just still can't him, He's not really even like they're taking, like they're not as pedal to the metal on him. It might be more behind the scenes, but you don't hear anything about the NFL, like forcing his hand, even though that's probably what's happening. It seems like they're saving face a little bit and kind of letting him mm-hmm. pick the, take the highest. It's not like they're taking the franchise from him. Um, even though that is somebody that it absolutely needs to happen. He's a terrible person. Um, but Bidwell, if unless that happens, the NFL comes and says, we are taking this from you, it'll it'll never leave, as it no. shouldn't. Like, it's never. very – I've been watching hella Yellowstone, and it's very Yellowstone vibes. Like, it's kind of like the, their farm. You can't – you take that from their dead body, you know. The Cardinals, it's the same thing. You can't – you're never going to get it out of his hands unless he croaks and his kids decide – Hey, we're selling the Arizona Cardinals. So um, on top of that, I guess the vibes were already pretty low before that came out. Um, it feels, I mean, tank is like a dirty word, but it felt like the amount of money that they're not spending, they never went out and got a quarterback to play uh, for when Kyler is out the first six, seven, eight weeks. Um, and they're letting guys walk. Uh the vibe feels very negative. Feels like we're gonna suck ass. A top three pick, 
Are we being too negative or is there legitimate concerns with that? Are we being impatient? What do you think? In my mind, there really hasn't been any. What positives can you take away so far? Um, the only thing I would say, if you're looking at it from a personnel like standpoint, is this new GM and this new coach are just are, are gutting what we have. They're stripping everything down. They're getting trimming the fat. We just want it's like when you remodel a house, you just get it down to the frame or like we don't want any of this old junk. We want to start with our complete fresh new vision. If that's the case, then you just have to wait it out. And that's going to take two or three years before you can see success or not. Um, Here's a take of yours. I'll regurgitate tank this year, first pick next year. And you're sitting pretty with that Caleb Williams cat sitting right there. Sexy as hell. Top the draft, a top, a, right on top of them draft boards. Your, your quarterback, you just signed to a big deal, coming off an ACL tear, hasn't really produced much, never won a playoff game. No one, he has all this bad juju around him. You have the first. I want to stop you right there. You can advocate for Caleb Williams, and this is going to be the fight that I have over the next year. And I'm, I am, it's that meme where the, I think it's Game of Thrones, where the guy's pulling out his sword and he's got all those people running out and he's by himself. I know that there's not going to be other people that are going to be on our side with this because a lot of people like Kyler and I like Kyler. I'm not going to, I'm not saying take Caleb Williams because I don't think Kyler is a top 10 quarterback. I'm saying you can't not take Caleb Williams because he is the best quarterback prospect since Lawrence Luck may like he is that kind of prospect I didn't even expect to go down this avenue we've got so long to talk about it because he's not coming out um, of the draft this year but this fight that I'm going to fight to fight for Caleb Williams I will not say bad things about Kyler Murray because I still think he can be a top seven quarterback I just think Caleb Williams can be top two I think he can be Fucking right there with Mahomes. I don't know. That's crazy to say, but that's just what he looks like on when you watch USC games. He looks like Patrick Mahomes is wearing a USC uniform and out there on the field. So I would, I would do it tomorrow if I could. If I signed up, I would sign up for two wins and say, "Oh, Caleb Williams is going to be our quarterback next year." Bad. Oh, maybe we're going to just quit the podcast anyway because no one's going to agree with what I say, and they're going to come. They're going to come no, after. I see it. I think especially with this upcoming season, it's going to be a shit show. People are just going to be so done. Jonathan Gannon's going to want his own guy. You know, he didn't draft fucking Kyler Murray. That's he didn't draft thing. his kid. Uh, the executive, uh, a GM too. Monty, Monty didn't. didn't draft his kid. They you always know? want their own guys. That's how it goes. New GM, new coach comes in. They want their fucking guy. What did we say? Stripping it down. Stripping down it the down. Draft Take out that little that little five five eight quarterback that you got. With hey, we're not doing that. I just said we're not doing that. There's more than one way to go about this. I still no, love Tyler. I, I've got his picture right here. To set the record straight, and give his autograph on a football. To set his, and I have I invested um, four figure dollars into his rookie cards. So to set the record straight, I also enjoy Kyler Murray. I think he's top at his peak. He's a top five quarterback in the NFL. Um, wow, we with, just did a Kyler rant, and I thought we weren't going to talk much about him at all. With that being said, you know, we hope him the best. I think we can win a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray. But 
on the same stroke that you just painted, if the opportunity presents itself and we're in that spot. Hey, hey, I've got – we'll cross this bridge when we get there. That's right. Anyway, uh, back to free agency, kind of going along with a like stripping it down thing. I would prefer them not go and spend a bunch of money on some Band-Aid guys like Kaim always did. I would like them to kind of be smart here. They know they're not contending this year, so they're going to go ahead, save a little bit of this cap money, roll into next year, and then 2024 is the year um, that you get a f- healthy Kyler Murray or possibly a rookie Caleb Williams, and you roll – that way. So you're going to be setting yourself up to be able to spend uh, next offseason. Uh, big names that I guess, I mean, the biggest name they signed, Kaiser White, linebacker from Philly. Um, he'll come in and start right away. Don't know what the linebacker position is going to look like because I know they brought another one in, but I don't have him in my notes right here. So I think they signed two or three linebackers go along with Isaiah Simmons and David Collins. What do we do now? I don't know what happens. I don't know what Isaiah Simmons is going to be doing. Maybe he's going to be safety. I find it hard to believe that if you're picking between Zayvon Collins and uh, Isaiah Simmons in a uh, two middle linebacker positions, you're starting Kaiser White because you just brought him in, paid him three-year contract. You're probably going to start Zayvon Collins there at the other because he's a more traditional middle linebacker. And then we got the same question with Isaiah Simmons that we've had the last three years, where do you put him? What do you do with him? So that's going to be another issue. But we've got a new mind to kind of figure that out and mold him. Right. Um, they signed a few good offensive line pieces, a few bad ones. Dennis Daly from Tennessee, left tackle, the worst tackle in all of football last year. That's not uh, hyperbole. That is the facts. If you allowed the most pressures per drop back, the most sacks, terrible player. So <laughs> there's a guy that we just got – I guess Monty saw something in him because he was also in Tennessee, obviously. So um, we brought back uh, Beach. He's probably going to be starting. Will Hernandez, I would imagine he's battling for a starting guard spot. Uh, Prater will be our kicker again. Woohoo! Corey Clement is back. Greg Dorch is back. That's sick. Um, Dorch. Zeke Turner, I feel like he's been around for 100 years playing special teams and taking snaps away from Isaiah Simmons. Uh, David Blau, probably going to start the first six games, I guess. I don't know. Um, Antonio Hamilton will be back. Uh, Losses, we lost Byron Murphy and Zach Allen. Those are the two big ones. Um, I would say I mentioned this on the TCR uh, podcast. I was a guest on there. did a draft preview. Go check it out. It's it sucks because I think they both got paid money that we weren't willing to pay, but it sucks because those are the exactly the kind of guys that you want to keep, guys that you drafted yourself, you developed yourself. When it comes time for payday, you hope to be in a position where you're competing and you're able to fork out a little bit of money to keep them. The Cardinals in this case are regressed hugely and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to overpay, I guess, but it's just kind of like a lose-lose spot because I don't think Byron is worth the money he got, and I think Zach got a little overpaid. We're just not in a position to where we can match anything because we're not yeah, in a position. Where I agree. We're I think it's a smart deal. You know, you don't want to you don't want to pay a mediocre. They weren't mediocre. Byron was no, a good they were both. 
above average. He's a good, he's yeah. a very good player. Yeah, I, th- I think he, I, I really always like, I liked Byron. You know, he kind of held that secondary together at times when there was really nothing, no, no players in the secondary. He kind of ha- held it down of himself. Um, I think he deserved the money he got. I think he was slightly overpaid, same with Zach Allen, but I don't think it would have been smart because. You know, you're going to bring these guys in. You're going to have to pay them that big money that they got for what? You know, to win three games, to rot on this, to rot in this roster for the next however many years. Yeah. You know, I don't think it was a bad move to, to not resign. Yeah. Similar to what you said about Kyle. Like, those aren't, yeah. those aren't Monty's guys. He didn't handpick yeah. them. Like, so he's not going to pay above market value for someone that he, he didn't develop and he doesn't know as well. So, Zach Allen is the hard one, I think. I think, yeah. like, these new uniforms that are coming, it, I was considering a Zach Allen jersey whenever they came out. Yeah, I think it helped. Like, I, I love the way he played. He he was fun, that little sack dance. He was getting better every year. He had another uh, little bit of health issues too. But if he stayed healthy, I think he's a guy that's – he's very good against a run, and he can get you double-digit sacks. So he's yeah. young. Yeah, that one sucked. That's. I think it helps that you have two – Two of the you're at at the third spot in the draft. You're in a position to draft a generational defensive lineman in sure. Jalen Carter or Will Anderson. You know, on the edge. I think that kind of made that decision a little bit easier. Sure, um, but also I think he was overpaid. I think he was more overpaid than Byron was. Yeah, I mean, we could we'll get into strategy for the draft. I don't know if that's played a huge part in their decision, but um, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, man, he's worth the second rounder. No, it's only going to be a third. No, they're lucky to be getting a fourth, if anything. No, they're just going to have to cut him. They, they don't have any other options. That's this train that the Cardinals are going at, and it fucking blows my mind. It doesn't make any sense. They're acting like he's 35 years old. He just turned 30. Like, the fact that the Cardinals aren't going to be able to get a second so round, third round pick for him, it doesn't make any sense. How many more years does he have on his deal? Just one, right? No idea. Two maybe, but he's okay, also getting so, paid like his salary for this year is higher than any other receiver. I think it's like north of $27 million. Since we have so much cap space, we're obviously not going to do anything with it. What does it hurt to just keep him? If we're not going to be able to get the price that we want for him, what does it hurt to keep I him? I hope that's what they do. In reality, it doesn't make any sense. We're not going to be using the cap space that he's going to be taking up. For anything, obviously, I agree. So if we're not going to be able to get the value out of them that we that we think is deserved, why did it just to me it makes more sense to just hold on to them, pay them what the contract? I mean, one of them. the weird uh, the counterpoints to the whole Bidwell thing we talked about earlier is that he prides himself on uh, treating the player like treating them fairly on their way out, like he uh, like. He granted cuts to guys when they wanted to be leave. Like I think that might be a piece of it where he's not going to hold him hostage in this situation. Like he's not, unless it comes down to they can get nothing. I think if it comes down to cut him or hold him hostage, he's going to hold him hostage because you cannot cut DeAndre Hopkins. Like that doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. What if we What if we did this? What if we said, "Hey, Bill, Billy Boy, Mr. Belichick, New England." I know uh, other Billy Boy, William O'Brien, is over on your staff now. D-Hop, uh, they kind of butt heads a little bit, but he wants out of here. I think he's willing to patch those differences with O'Brien to come play for you, Bill. Bill says, okay, what would you like in return? 
Monty says, he says this, give me a third round pick this year and Bailey Zappi because we don't have a quarterback for six games. Would you say yes? Yes, Bill, I'll take that deal. Or no, fuck right off. I don't know. It's tough. I mean, I think I think as far as what the the media is saying he's worth, that the Patriots will be getting fucked on that deal. I think Bailey's happy holds some sort of value. Trade. Oh, we'll also pay half his contract for this year. Cardinals will. Either way, I think You're still paying thirteen million or whatever. So that's a yeah. lot. You know, that would be a fun scenario, and I wish they would have just gotten fucking. Um, oh, what the. Uh, yeah, Gardner Minshew. That would have been fucking awesome. That would have put some asses in seats if they had yeah. Minshew for the first six games. But I don't hate the idea. Of, that's not gonna happen. But I just think that they need to retain him. Just keep him. Keep him. You're not gonna get anything for him. So why not keep him? He's a guy that also can put asses in seats. Um, you know why not keep him, dude? If I they agree. cut him, that would be terrible. If they cut him, that's god. I mean, he don't. He obviously doesn't want to be here. I mean, that's not really our problem, but that's that's a motivator as well. Like, if he doesn't want to be here, then you look to get whatever you can for him. If you can't get anything, hey, then I'm yeah. tired. The fucking NFL is not the NBA. He signed a fucking contract to be here. So, unless he gets traded or released, he's going to be here. That's how it works. That's how a contract Fair works. Um, now to what we've been handing out the whole time. New uniforms have been confirmed. Wow. Kyle Odegaard, a much more trustworthy source than a previous source um, that had said it earlier, confirmed that they will be coming before the draft. The long nightmare, he said, is over. Um, are you nervous? I'm ex- oh. I'm so fucking nervous. <laughs> if they suck, then all of the – dude, I've been making these jerseys for like two years. I've been – You've been I've making been talking- Cardinal jerseys since you were like – Eight years old. I've always disliked the current ones. They're ass, and everyone in the league knows that they're the worst. Like, if they were to fuck this up somehow, instead of just going with this jersey right here, you can't even see the sleeves or anything, just that era. Clean it up. Make it more modern with the Nike template and everything. That shit would look so clean. I don't know what you do with the red, if that's exactly the template, because I don't think they'd just go back to that era where it was just – Literally red with white numbers. I think they'd add a little bit something to it. But that's got to be something like that. And so help me God, all these yellow motherfuckers that keep saying, yeah, not enough yellow. All of a sudden, yellow. is. I've been in these this Twitter world of Cardinals new uniforms for years. And no one has talked about yellow ever up until the last month. Whenever people are starting to try and put the pieces together with draft hats and bullshit. Fuck yellow. That's not cool at all. Give me... Give me red, black, and white. Maybe a gray color with it. A a creamy white. A Cardinals bird beak isn't even fucking yellow. It's just a a cartoon version. Look, Google a picture of a Cardinal. The beak ain't yellow. Black. I don't know. Red, black, whatever. But it's it's not yellow. Promise you that. So I am so ready. Uh, This won't be our last podcast ever. I know that because we will do a podcast. I will zoom in as close as I can and nitpick every inch of these things. PHNX claims to be huge. I will talk about the new uniforms when they come out 
for four hours. If you you can turn your screen off, I don't care. I'm so excited. I'm nervous as fuck because I have a bad feeling that they're going to try and go dumbass modern gradient fucking bullshit like the Falcons did. And if that's the case, we start the new uniform trend right back over. Uh, could you imagine if these uniforms come out and they suck and then they go like like two and two and two and fifteen? Could you imagine It'll be how the bad worst it's year of Cardinal football ever? If the uniforms suck and they go two and fifteen, that would be the tr- biggest test of fandom. I think we're ever. getting tested so hard already. Of royalty fandom. I do credit them for not doing anything on April Fools. Everybody knew that new uniforms are coming, but they didn't like take that bait and put out some. You know what I mean? Like, here's our new uniforms for 2023. Surprise! And they're like, uh, it would have been an easy way to get big Twitter interaction, and they did not go that route. So I'm glad that they're keeping it high and tight. I have DM'd with sources. I've got somewhat legit sources who say that they have seen the helmet. They have seen the new helmet. I don't know if I should I give this out. I will because it's not a lot. They didn't even see it with the face mask on. But picture the black helmet with the red flakes or whatever, except the new helmet, uh, main helmet will be white with like silver flakes. What's that do for you? Same logo. That would insinuate that they're that it's not throwbacky, that it's new. Yeah, that it's would not, insinuate it's be that it's newer. That and that to me that insinuates they're gonna dive heavily into the black theme. I just am not I'll put up a couple here. Um just ones I like, one that I actually I didn't even make one that I like the most. I should have sent you these beforehand. But one, um, Andrew Lind from, I think it's Sports Logos. He, he works. I think he's got like 20,000 followers on Twitter. He made these. They, he does a really cool incorporation on the sleeves of the main colors are red, uh, just red, gray, and white. So it's kind of like picture um, like the Packers style striping, mm-hmm. except it's gray and white with the base color red. The new numbers are kind of modern. And then the the Nike signs are yellow, so it's not a bunch of yellow. Um, at the bird that you see on the helmet, that's it's like gray. Fuck that, just keep it the red normal bird. But that one I think is my favorite. I'll put up mine and um, that I made of Kyler there. And who was the other third one? I think I don't know who the guy is on Twitter. Sorry, he's not ever going to see this anyway. But uh, these were another good one that I liked as well. They, they're kind of boring, a little simple. They did. I don't know if you've seen them. It was like the Arizona flag was kind of the shoulders, but it was it was a base red jersey, and then the flag like sun rays were just a barely darker red, so it wasn't very poppy. Mm-hmm. And basically, the rest was just kind of plain, simple red, white, like. But hey, you check out the video after the scared if you want to see him. I'll plug him my, in. My um, hands down favorite ones are the modernized throwbacks. With it's um, kind of almost like an off, it's like an off-white, white with with the darker red numbers, and then you have the flag. I think on one or both of the shoulders, and then with like a just clean Nike sign. The That's issue it. with the flag is that it looks fucking awesome with the whites. Like there might not be a better uniform in football if we brought back the the way whites would look. Chef's kiss, beautiful. The red doesn't work 
It doesn't the red jersey with the flag on the side. If they're able to pull it off somehow, credit to you. But I haven't figured out a way to make it look natural because it's got that blue in it. And the blue, I tried to incorporate it on some of my mocks with the, um, a blue you sleeve. Would almost have, it just doesn't work. You'd almost have to have like blue outlining on the numbers. You'd like, have to like lean that. into it pretty heavy because yeah. it looks – if you just were to go with like a small blue stripe, or that might be a good point. If you did, if you incorporated it more, then maybe it would work. It just looks yeah. so out of place. Like whenever I tried to throw that in there, so I avoided it a lot. A lot of mine, I put like a, a just a flag, like state flag patch here, or I made like something around the collar with the flag, which I thought looked cool. Very not too much in your face, just kind of plain simple, which is what we need after all the. The biggest problem with the current ones is all the random striping and piping. It's very 2005 when they came out. Picture rookie Adrian Peterson Vikings jerseys, Michael Vick Falcons jerseys, like just random stripes and shit everywhere that's so not necessary. So um, they're coming. I expect them, I'd say, a good week before the draft. You think they're going to want to have them out? So we people can buy them before the draft because I hope so. I would like, think so. I would like to have that by the time we go to Kansas City. Um, yeah, me as well. Unless they're dog shit, then I won't. Buy yeah, them. if they suck, I'm, we know it also sucks because I literally just got a brand new fucking Buda Baker jersey. That's true. Yeah. That sucks. But they should I do a refund thing. The NBA I'll, does that. They do a, a discount. Like if your favorite player gets traded, if you just bought like a. Uh, Kawhi Leonard Spurs jersey, and he was well, circa 2017, whatever. And he gets traded to the Raptors. You can exchange your Kawhi jersey for a different Spurs jersey. Oh. Kind of cool at hey, Roger Goodell. Um, did I have anything else for today? Maybe not. Um, said it time and time again. Going to Kansas City, we'll have some shit going for that. Um, vlog. Try and do a podcast from there, but um, yeah, as far as the future of the show goes, we have no idea. We'll for sure have something figured out by next year or a decision made by next start of the next season, but I do want to make sure we do an all-time defense draft with that again since we we did offense. We'll do defense this offseason, so that's another episode we can do this offseason. Um, I have to do a post-draft one, a new uniform episode. There's three episodes right there. We can fill the off season. We can make it. Um, We'll just have to figure out how we're going to do it uh, with what tools. Look at us bitching. We could just do it on our phones. It just won't look very cool or sound very cool. I digress. Um, Yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? New Unis could drop tomorrow and maybe we'll be right back. But I don't know. You might not see us until the draft. We'll see. Um, Fuck DraftKings. Um, Anything else for today, Garrett? Nope, you hit it on the nail. Fuck DraftKings, and that's on baby. We could never even use it, you dummies. We're in Missouri. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You should have done that, done that from the start. Oh, we well. could never uh, use it. Good times. Good conversation here. I uh, hope you all liked it. Like, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter. Um, and, yeah, till next time, go Birds.